Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I am Madison and I am joined once again by Jamie. Hello. <laughs> and it's been a time <laughs> since we recorded our last episode. Yeah. And that was a combination of different reasons. Yes. Apologies. <laughs> but apologies, life got in the way for several weeks, but we are back now. Um, and as promised, we are not diving into the fourth season of Grace and Frankie yet, but we're going to nose dive into something else. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> so we're going to discuss the first episode of Black Mirror that we have discussed on this show so far. Mm -hmm. um, and for anybody out there who hasn't watched Black Mirror, um, number one, go and watch it. Yes. Because it's great. <laughs> and especially go and watch the episode called Nosedive, because that's the one we're going to discuss this episode. Um, and each episode is like its own story none of the characters overlap at all in in episodes and none of the storylines overlap at all it's they're like what's the word i'm looking for independent maybe <laughs> <laughs> like they're all conclusive little stories yeah within episodes self-contained i guess yeah maybe that's how i'm wanting to phrase it thank you <laughs> yeah, of course and the concept kind of behind the show in general is that each story is takes place in the not so distant future right. and it's kind of a harsh reflection of like what we might become hence the title black mirror <laughs> correct so it's um, sort of uh in a way you can consider it for those who haven't seen it as a sort of modern take on the the show's twilight zone and also uh, yes. outer limits which were sort of built around establishing some some sort of like morality or showing people you know the sort of like negative side of how they're acting and right. what, what that how that can easily spiral or nosedive uh, out of control right <laughs> i don't i don't even think i would classify this as science fiction despite the mm -hmm. fact that like the things in it aren't possible yet they're mm -hmm. all realistically enough that like you can see technology advancing Correct. to the point that it is in these episodes it's not so far-fetched where you know, like, oh, maybe in 3000 years, it'll be like that. But but it's like, no, maybe in 20 years, like, you know, yeah. I can, it's all very realistic. It's just not we're not quite there yet kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's very realistic. And, and I have to say that I do enjoy the tech in this show. Like the fact that all of the smartphones and computers like ha are kind of this sort of translucent basically right. just like a piece of glass you know <laughs> yeah, basically it, which like is the end cool. of um parks and recreation exactly <laughs> and it, it it's it's kind of cool it kind of like slightly reminds me of like how cool it was back in the day to have an electronic gadget that was clear yeah. and you could see the wires and stuff but here you don't even have wires it's just like <clears throat> right just yeah, like just... the screen and the thing that i found funny though and i feel like this is the case with any show that portrays like smartphones, smart devices a few years into the future. Mm -hmm. They're all like so small and thin and see-through, but then in reality, like our smartphones just keep getting like bigger, right. and, you know, more giant. Yeah. And I'm like, we're not actually going the direction that people projecting into the future seem to think that we will be going. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always like, we have this idea that everything's so t going to be so small and like, 
Well, in a way, the next the iPhone is bigger than ever, you know. Right. <laughs> well, it's the thing. It's like you're basically buying tablets now for phones, and I'm like, I, I don't see the point of this. Yeah, I I always look for the small phone, you know, five yeah. and a half inch kind of thing. Well, that's how like the uh, I feel like my first iPhone. I can't remember what model it was, but it was like, I would say it was the size of like what uh, Lacey's phone is in the show. Right, and then, yeah. you know, well, as you said, like, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> um, it's That's interesting. Yeah. And you think back to, like, you know, things like the razor or, like, the you didn't have a razor exactly. You had something that was, like, even thinner. I uh, did. Than a, yeah. You're, I think, like, when we when you first came onto our phone plan, you got, like, this sort of, like, Motorola thing. And it wasn't quite a razor. It wasn't a razor at all. Yeah, but it was like it was still like the flip, like thin. It was a thing, flip, phone, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was thinner. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so that that's definitely it's definitely. <laughs> I don't think it was thinner than a razor phone. Okay, but I never had a razor phone, yeah. so I don't actually know for sure. That's fair. I wanted one, like that was like the phone that I wanted so badly in college. Yeah. But then they were. It was all the rage. Yeah, well, they were <laughs> always was, shit. But yeah, you, you drop them once and they're they shatter. Dead. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I drop mine once a day, so that phone really <laughs> wouldn't work out well for me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of the tech, though, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, we were saying that there's not really any sort of continuity, aside from maybe the last episode of season four. There's not really any continuity in the show. Um, What's the last episode of season? Uh, black museum oh oh yes yeah that one does have some throwbacks yeah (laughs) um but there is still sort of like evidence that unlike something like the twilight zone where like there's no evidence that any of the worlds or any of the bizarre things happening are connected in any way we do have like little holdovers and hints that everything happening in the world of black mirror is sort of happening sequentially like it's all around the same time right that's yeah it's all like whatever year projection they've chosen like all everything's happening in the same time period it's not like one of them is 20 years in the future and one is 100 like they're all right yeah whatever distant point in the future they're all happening at that same time right and so the characters are all alive yeah. At the same time, they're just not really interacting at all in each other's lives. Right. And so, like, other than the one, um, the black and white ex- one. Yeah. They yeah. say there is an exception to that rule, too. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but in this one, for example, we see like she's wearing the sort of like contact lenses, or I don't know, her eyes, like you can see the screens and stuff. Yeah. Whereas, and we saw that in a couple of different episodes. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that technology, which is weird. It is very weird. Like but... a contact, basically, that is your computer screen. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and it also in front of you. it also allows for like interactions um, like Lacey had with Bets in the elevator, oh, where they're God. just sort of like <laughs> go like laughing stupidly and like trying to make small talk, but really what they're doing is like searching up information to ask each other. Right. You know, it's yep. like oh, you're still working at blah blah blah. But oh, your cat's so cute. Right. The, his name was Mr. Fat Cheeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but it's like that's just so. I don't know. Fake. I don't like it. It's so fake. Oh <laughs> yeah. my! Well, their entire interaction was fake. Like, oh, oh my god, god. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. Just like their tonality and stuff is. It's a uh, bit much. Yeah. So, like, before we get too much into, mm-hmm. um, this episode, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh shit! I had a thought. <laughs> now it's gone. That's okay. Pew! Flew away. 
Well, we can talk about the basic premise of the show. Oh, maybe that's what I was going to episode. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I remember now. Okay. What I was going to say was that the episode we chose is the first episode of season three, Nosedive. And season three is the first season that was picked up by Netflix. So, like, right. seasons one and two came out before Netflix picked it up. And Netflix has done season three and four so far. Yeah. And they're all good. Um, but I think that season three and four are better yeah. than season one and two in my opinion the yeah. best episodes are in season three and four yeah i would but, agree um, yeah and maybe if you haven't seen any of the episodes yet don't start with the very first episode in season one because it's really fucked up <laughs> <laughs> work your well that's the one i started with because i was just like Same. oh first one in line and i'm like holy shit what the hell am i watching right, right. now yeah, yeah. this is messed up yeah, yeah, yeah. The first episode of season one is called the national anthem, and it gets uh, interesting. Yeah, but there's also anything more about it. But... Speak, speaking of that episode, though, there is apparently like a little cameo or like reference to that when uh, Lacey is looking at social media at work on her computer. Like, oh, really? Some of the little like Twitter feeds or like comments or something like that are talking about the prime minister. Oh, so okay. it's kind of like another link yeah. to the to the world interesting i didn't catch that yeah but anyway so yes this episode we have lacy is our main character who is the person obsessed with trying to you know reach that 5.0 if if possible right in in this episode everybody is ranked yes. on a scale of one through five using social media upvoting basically <laughs> yeah but not and, only like liking comments or liking pictures that people are posting although that's the majority of it but also just interactions like right. you see someone taking their drink and you're like five stars oh, right. you, you jog know? past somebody you know and you upvote them because they're out jogging i guess <laughs> right which and is it seems fun. like the higher your point scale is, the more influential your upvotes are. Correct, yeah. So, like, if you're upvoted by someone who's a 4.8, it counts a lot more than if you're upvoted by someone who's a 3.1 or something. Right. And everybody and everything in society is based around your ranking, like what you can do, where you can live, where you can work. Um, what line all... you can stand in. Right. What like flights everything. you can get. Yeah. Yep. It all comes down to like, well, what is your score kind of thing? Right. Which is, oh God, with like the way people use social media these days, like I can see that happening. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's out <laughs> of the realm of possibility at all. Uh-uh. And I mean, it's sort of like... You have sort of some of that already <laughs> established in society. And if you think of, for example, one's credit score or something. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, you know, you're not qualified to get certain discounts if you don't, or certain, have access to certain things if your credit score isn't high enough. Or That's true. You know, you like, get, when won't get approved for loans or apartments right. or places like that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Or you'll have to pay like a higher uh, security deposit for your apartment and stuff like that. Yep. So it's kind of like that, but to the extreme. Right, <laughs> where it literally affects every aspect of your life, basically. Right. Um, so it's terrifying. Like, I have one social media account. I use Facebook, and that's it. You know, yeah. like, I don't have anything else. But so many people are on, God, like, what is it? Twitter, Instagram. I don't even know any of the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all on them all the time. Pinterest, is Pinterest social media now, or is that still just, like, paying um, things on a blackboard? I have no idea. I don't know. I never got into Pinterest, but <laughs> neither did I. But uh, I, I imagine by this point, it probably is interactive. Probably, yeah. But yeah. 
But yeah. <laughs> so that's the premise of the show. And the lady, the main character, Lacey, is obsessed with getting up to a 4.5 because she and her brother, Ryan, are moving out of one house and she wants to move into this. What do they call it? Uh, Pelican Cove. Yeah, but like what was the type of community? Oh, I don't know. It's like sort of the like a gated community with right, all of these sort of the- amenities. They had a creepier name for it, though. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like Prime something, maybe? I don't know. It was like maybe planned community or I don't remember what it was. It was yeah. some like creepy name for it. Um, but yeah, we're like yeah. you move into this nice apartment that is all furnished and has everything. And, right. you know, there's restaurants on the complex that only the people who live there can use kind of thing. And yeah. she wants to move there, but she needs to go from a 4.2 to a 4.5 to be able to afford to live right. there. And I think Ryan described it best when he called it a fake smile jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 In, uh, agreed. Yes. Right. And so we should clarify too, uh, or we can discuss the fact that Lacey is, you know, low fours, really important. Her score is really important to her, but apparently her brother Ryan is like chilling out in the threes because he doesn't really care. Right. And he's, um, I have he's to... happy with, you know, just like playing video games and <laughs> working a lower end job and just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really sad to see their interactions though, because Ryan, you can tell, just wants the best like he wants his sister to not care about this stuff and he wants to remind her that like the world is much more than just this ranking and all this stuff but like is it at this point in in life in their life is it like i think that's the only thing that actually really matters to anybody it's terrifying (laughs) yeah i mean it's true it's true but um but yeah, so he just wants her to like not, you know, be obsessed with it and stuff like that. But right, and I, you get the sense that like maybe she wasn't always right. like this because he said something like he misses the his old sister, the normal you. I miss the normal you, is what he says. Yeah. And so maybe she wasn't always like this. Right. <clears throat> but, but yeah, yeah. We and there's there was one scene where like she upvotes somebody's kid doing something and that made me think like do you suppose kids have to use this and like like Uh. what age do people get you know these accounts and are these accounts mandatory like you have to have this kind of i'm assuming you do and like at what age do you have to be instituted into that you know right yeah that's an interesting question because yeah it does seem like everyone has it because even when she's like walking through the coffee shop or when she sees Susan, like you see their score right away. So it's right. like everyone is still ranked, even if they don't like buy into the system. Right. Yeah. So it must be, I'm thinking maybe it's like you turn 18 and that's when you start building your thing or, yeah, I don't know. Cause like, it, I don't, I can't imagine you would have kids doing this because they don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> right. And I feel like there's not many like things for kids that you really, you know, would really matter. Like I think things like, getting into a good school and stuff like would be dependent on the parents the score. parents yeah but yeah like it's kind of like again like your credit score like you don't it's not something you even know about or care about when you're under the age of like 18 because you can't even get your own place and stuff but right but you, know. you do have a credit score when you're younger than that like your parents can open up a bank account you for can you and you can start building your credit earlier than 18 true but yeah i would assume that it's probably post high school I would hope. hope. Oh, God. Can you imagine having that in high school? It would be terrible. No. I mean, it would just be awful. (laughs) So, yeah. Terrible fake interactions. I think the worst interaction 
is Chester. the guy with those smoothies. Chester. Oh, I felt so bad for him. I just wanted to drink all of his smoothies. I know. And it's not even, <laughs> the smoothie one isn't even the worst. It was when he couldn't even get inside the building yeah. to go to work. Yeah. And Lacey, like, just like, oh, well, and, like, walks away. I'm like, no. Yeah, and you can tell, like, she cares, but she yeah. doesn't care enough. She cares more about her own score than his. Well, right. Because, like, she did take the smoothie the last time and, you know, was saying, like, oh, poor Chester, until the, well, everyone, like, downvoted her. Well, because, she didn't even know, right. like, the guy was like, oh, we're not talking to him right now. And she didn't know that. And I don't I think if she had known that, she wouldn't have taken it. She would have yeah. gone along with everybody else at that point, you know? Right. But it's true that you do see her, like, sort of hesitate a little bit because she's like, oh, poor Chester. And he's like, no, we're not on his side. She's like, oh, oh, oh. of course, <laughs> of course. You know, so that it's, makes sense. yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, as we mentioned, she wants to move into this community. Yeah. <laughs> so she sees a score consultant <laughs> <laughs> yes. to get his opinion on how she can quickly increase her score to a 4.5. And he actually tells her, like, you know, you're you're on track to get to that high of a score right now. It'll probably be about yeah. 18 months, you know, 18 to 20 months kind of range, but you're doing really well. But she's like, no, I, this needs to happen, like, this month. Like, I need to increase <laughs> it really quickly. Um, and he's yeah. like, well, you would need upvotes from a large number of what is he he says upvotes from high quality people yeah and she's like <laughs> high quality people right <laughs> as in like that's literally how people view yeah. you you know like it's just yeah so the way need... that was worded was weird yeah so she needs those upvotes from prime influencers of like yep. 4.8 and up and the thing that is kind of strange is that like immediately after that on her like next morning run she's like only going through like all of Naomi's stuff and like liking everything five points and like and I'm like you're you're basically doing what like you've done to our friend Beth sometimes and like going back through her old stuff and like liking 70 comments at once right. and it's like that is you know like wouldn't Naomi be like weird why are you five starring all of my things well maybe but I think that it becomes obvious to her when she posts right. the picture of Mr. Rags and like what she's up to like that she's looking for for upvotes and then because Naomi like sees an opportunity for herself right. she upvotes Mr. Regs you know and kind of is willing to work with her <laughs> yeah and I do like since you mentioned you know that Naomi has this alternative plan as well yeah. I think it's I like that uh you know later on in the episode Naomi eventually or I think she uh oh Lacey realizes that it's an, it was a numbers game for Naomi and then I love that uh, Naomi just calls her out, too. She's like, yeah. oh, you know, give me a break. Of course, right. it was a numbers game for you, too. Like, let's not pretend that we're still friends, you know? Right. Yeah, this was, I saw this as an opportunity for to make people think that I'm this caring person because I avoided a 4.2 to my wedding. Ugh. And so people will think I'm sympathetic. And then, you know, you get all these upvotes from high, high quality people. <laughs> and so it was a win-win situation for us. But then, you know, you went and ruined everything. Yeah, I really don't <laughs> like Naomi. And I know we're not supposed uh. to, but like, ugh. <laughs> they they did a good job because she's terrible. Well, I mean, I don't even like Lacey until the very end. Yeah. Like, 
I eventually like her, but like I don't. She's not like a good person. Yeah, <laughs> I like Ryan. Like Ryan, I oh, I loved Ryan immediately. Ryan, yeah, and I love the truck driver. Oh my god, Susan <laughs> is the best. She's the best character in this show. Yeah. <clears throat> so before we get to Susan, we can say that Naomi, you know, she because of all of these downvotes, she. Her flight was canceled she, on her, when she was on her way for the wedding. So well, she, her flight wasn't canceled because of the downgrade. No, <laughs> but it was canceled. And then, like, she couldn't get another flight that night because she had been downgraded below a 4.2. And that's when the nosedive begins because she right. is put on double damage. Well, she got knocked down a full point score temporarily from a 4.2 to a 3.2. And then double damage. And she just... She just, like, you can kind of see, like, her progression of desperation. Yeah. Just, like, she gets more and more desperate the more it becomes obvious she's not going to make it to the sweating. Right. Like, she just gets more and more crazed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, and it, it's so realistic to watch that deterioration because, like, you can almost, like, picture yourself in that situation. Like, if you were that obsessed with your score... Are you drilling something on your end? No, I don't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You got your power tools out over there. (laughs) But, like, if you're in Lacey's situation and you know, like, you need the score and, you know, everything is just, like, working against you and it's just, I don't know, it's realistic to kind of watch her spiral down into a nosedive. (laughs) Right. And this is the first time in a while we imagine that she's been below, like, a four. So she doesn't have the amenity. She doesn't have, like, the perks of being able to stand in, like, the quick line. So she she can't get a good car, which means that her car, you know, runs out of energy and she can't even charge it because it's an old crappy model it's the um i i oh god what did they call it something it was like the i chaser 2.0 or something she's like they still have the two right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did appreciate the fact that like in all of these Black Mirror shows pretty much the cars are all battery operated. So hopefully we do get to that point in the near future. Yeah. (laughs) Solar powered, battery powered cars would be great. (laughs) Yeah. No, that would be good. And it was kind of, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say she ends up, like you said, she can't charge her car. It's out of batteries. She's driving to this wedding and it's nine hours away and so she's kind of stranded along the highway so she starts hitchhiking (laughs) trying like just desperate to get there and that's when susan the truck driver picks her up and susan is a 1.4 i think yeah she's pretty low yeah and so she was like oh i don't think i want to get in the car with you (laughs) yeah but then susan's like "Mm, you really look like you need some help to get in here (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she's like she tells like her story and you know that she was once very much like Lacey and yeah. caring very much about her score and then you know events happened in her life and she realized that it just doesn't matter you know I'm just going to be who I am say what I think kind of thing and yeah you know and just be happy instead of you know being rich and popular right yeah and I think it's an interesting thing like that that conversation too with the fact that you know her husband had cancer he was a 4.3 and they gave away his bed to a 4.4 right it's kind of like you know also touching on the fact that like ultimately it doesn't matter how 
like how much influence you have or how much money but like I don't know there's always things like out of your control too right well that's like what she said you know I uploaded every doctor and nurse and researcher and the cancer didn't give a fuck you know like it didn't matter to the cancer that I was doing these things right and then she realized that it's it's not even worth it right and um kind of encourages Lacey to do the same which I liked. She was like, how did it feel being angry? Like, you know? Yeah. You like like, she's like, you know, yeah. Or like, well, how did how did the yelling feel? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Must be it felt pretty good. <clears throat> <laughs> Seems that. I do like when Susan drops her off, though. She's like, I left a little gift for you in your bag. And it's the red thermos that has the whiskey in it. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently, yeah. She definitely partakes of. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> But before she takes Susan's advice yeah. and, you know, just becomes, you know, happy with who she really is, she has to continue her nosedive a little bit further <laughs> <laughs> and really go off into the deep end. Yeah. Uh, with being Well, at this point, I think is when Naomi calls her and tells her not to come to the wedding, too. Right. She's like, you know, I, you're a 2.6 now. You were a 4.2 when I invited you. It was going to work out good for all of us, but I can't have a 2.6 at my wedding kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I love that, like, at this point, she was on the bus with, like, the uh, Sea of Tranquility people to, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, head to port, whatever. And right. then she, like, finally speaks her mind about it. And she's like, I have never seen your stupid fucking show. You know, and gets kicked <laughs> yeah. off the bus. They down stop immediately it. and kick her off. And then she's like, I hope they cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And Sea of Tranquility also apparently is um, a reference from the first, from season one, episode one. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was, like, the show that the guy... Because they originally, like, in, in episode one of season one, they were going to have some special effects guy in and come in and sort of, like, try to, like, fake the event that happens in season one, episode one. Oh, okay. But um, the guy says that he works on, like, this HBO space western or something. And it's uh, Sea of Tranquility. So oh. It's kind of <laughs> I, I see. I only watched that episode one time because I'm like, I, I'm never watching that again. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it's a lot. I just felt too bad for the pig the entire episode. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so she, she gets kicked off the bus and then uh, essentially like, you know, rides a bike slash walks the rest of the way well it's not even a bike it's like a (laughs) four-wheeler she just because she asked like oh can i buy borrow your bike but it's not a bike it's got four wheels (laughs) and she's like driving down the highway faster than cars somehow and yeah and that it's unclear as to whether or not this guy actually just like gave her his bike or she stole it at that point (laughs) the scene where she was driving the four-wheeler down the highway is kind of cool because like they sort of have that intense music going on but like in the music is like the sound of the downgrades like the the down votes so it's like you know the whole time so So you imagine that she's uh also being downvoted from all the people being like why is this crazy person driving meeting in and out of traffic people are downvoting her for that can imagine them doing that especially when like she was just when she was just walking people were like driving by and downvoting her and she's like i didn't even do anything yeah which is true and she's so like 
realistic of how judgmental people are if you oh, drive yeah. by somebody who looks like they're in a bad way and you're like oh man it must be their fault that they're hitchhiking down a highway kind of thing you know well, you right. just blame them immediately well and you just have that one guy too where like his his wife was like we should stop and pick her up he's like she's like a 2.8 right <laughs> and like keeps going <laughs> and it's just yeah it's like literally just judging somebody by their number you know you don't know anything oh, yeah. about them other than she's a 2.8 you know right and so yeah i can definitely picture people downvoting you just because of your situation you know yeah they see you and they're like oh they're they're already a 2.6 let's downvote them kind of thing right Mm. so she arrives at the wedding in style by (laughs) crashing her four-wheeler into a mud puddle and (laughs) (laughs) then sneaking onto the property oh my god she looks a hot mess oh, when she, she gets there so crazed yeah <laughs> oh she as 100 percent crazed <clears throat> and she's like must be she took off the clothes she was wearing when she <laughs> fell in the mud puddle and had sort of pulled her bridesmaid dress on over top of like the pants she was wearing yeah <laughs> and it's like not zippered up in the back i'm assuming it's because naomi sent her a four and i don't <laughs> think she's a size four right <laughs> Well, she's also still like covered in mud and like yeah, her hair's mud a mess. on her face and her hair and her hands are all <laughs> covered in mud. Oh man! <laughs> and she is she's gonna give that damn speech come hell or high water, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she does, and it's so painful to watch. <laughs> oh, it's so painful. And like, oh. I'm glad that you know. Apparently, she alters the speak the speech and speaks her truth during it at yeah. some points. You know? <laughs> yeah. Talking about it's like. It's kind of weird because, like, she sticks to the script sometimes and then yeah. she'll, like, veer off and just, like, say something very real. And then she goes back to, like, her planned script. So it's, yeah. like, it's almost like she's glitching. <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of. You can see it that way for sure. But uh, <laughs> but it's it's good to watch. And she sort of, like, talks about how shitty Naomi was to her when yeah. she was a kid and how she just was basically gum under her shoe. and Right. And then I love that, <laughs> as her brother reminded her earlier... You know, she shouts at her, and she fucked Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, know I you that. did. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, good. Ah, she fucked yeah. Greg. Yep. Yeah. And Naomi. you can tell, like, just from the way Naomi and, is it Paul? Yeah. The husband's name act in this scene, that, like, they're not getting married because they love each other. They're getting married because it's helping both of them status-wise, you know? Like, he doesn't really want to be married to her. He doesn't even want to really do anything to get rid of Lacey. He just like, like, it's an inconvenience that she would want him to deal with this, you know? (laughs) Seems almost like he wants to be with his best man. I guess I got that (laughs) feeling, too. And you even see see a look from Naomi when they're, like, hugging and stuff. She looks very (laughs) concerned. Right. Like, she, like, he definitely wants to be marrying his best man, but he's marrying her instead for the status. Right. We'll but yeah, then they with his best man on the side. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they're very half-heartedly trying to capture her. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but she is eventually taken down. I do like when um this actual security starts coming over, and she's just like, "And my time is almost up." <laughs> <laughs> starts like running away. <laughs> oh my gosh! Grabs the knife and threatens to cut off Mister What's His Face's head. Mister Rags. Mister Rags. She's like, "I will cut his. I will kill him." <laughs> oh my god yeah she really snaps at the end oh yeah so she completely loses it and gets arrested 
Yeah. And Gets that's her, kind like, of eyes taken out. She's she's fully dove right into rock bottom at yeah. this point. And she's like a zero point like two or something, I feel. <laughs> when we last saw her. Yeah. Well they take away so like it's important because they take the contacts out of her eyes so she's not like connected to that network anymore and she doesn't have her little handheld device either. So right. like probably this is the first time in a very long time that she's been apart from both of those things, probably since she got them, you know? Yeah. And so she gets put into a jail cell that's across from somebody else who looks probably like he's in a similar situation. He's got on a really nice, you know, suit and tie. You know, he clearly wasn't, uh, you know, 2.0 or something before he got stuck in the jail cell. Something else similar happened to them. And they are in a situation where they can say whatever they want to each other yeah. <laughs> and they do. And you can tell it's just like so liberating. Oh yeah. Cause they're like saying these terrible things, but both of them are like smiling and right. They're just so free. happy. They can insult each other and yeah. not have to worry about being downvoted for saying it, you know? Yeah. And even before that happens, like before <laughs> she realizes that he's over there, I love the part when she like, you know, takes off the dress and is sort Mm -hmm. of like sitting she like takes a deep breath and like looks and sees like the little bits of i don't know feather or whatever it is like falling (laughs) and just starts like sobbing a little bit and i feel like it's that moment that she was talking about with susan where like she wants to be able to just like take a breath and like just be okay you know with what's going on around her and that's almost like what she's doing like she has come to terms with the fact that like maybe what she was aiming for in life wasn't like ideal for her or right right and i think that like what you were saying with her undressing like just the act of her taking off the bridesmaid dress is like almost symbolic in that she's like shedding her old life you know yeah letting go and getting rid of all of that at this point because it's not going to do her any good anymore (laughs) yeah so i hope that she uh goes back and apologizes to her brother for being such a bitch because that scene when she's like why do you think i didn't bring any guys back here because i didn't want them to meet three oh, fucking whatever and i was like uh, oh three point fuck is what she calls it i think it, oh, it was three point fuck i thought it was three point nothing i think it was three point fuck okay. and I, and uh and it's so sad because like she comes back in and i think it seems like he's anticipating maybe that she feels bad and is going to apologize but she just grabs mr riggs and leaves and i'm like ah yeah it's so sad this episode is one of the few um that actually kind of ends on a hopeful note you know like because they are screaming back and forth and they both look happy and i think it's the first time in the episode that she looks happy she doesn't look happy before this end point you know right so it is almost like, yeah, you're going to have to live as a 1.4 or something for the rest yeah. of your life, but you're going to be happy instead of miserable. So, right. you know, that's kind of the whole idea that it's better to be poor and happy than, you know, rich and miserable, miserable. Yeah. which kind of seems to be the two options in life for the most part. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so, yeah. So overall, a good episode. Yeah, so there was um, one quote by Lacey from earlier on that I thought was um, she it was in um, her original draft of the speech she was yeah. going to say at Naomi's wedding. She says, um, in, in a world where we're so caught up in our own heads, it's so easy to lose sight of what's real, what matters. Right. And then she goes on to talk about Naomi. But like, that's kind of it's so true. You know, there are even us like we're so caught up in our own heads with all social media and it's even more so 
in the show, you right, know, yeah. and you just lose sight of what is real and what actually matters. All right. And it's like she's saying these words, but doesn't grasp the actual What they meaning. mean, right, yeah. until the end. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think I have any, like, memorable I, quotes, but. I have one other quote yeah. um, that was just a funny one. <laughs> yeah. When um, Lacey answers the phone when Naomi calls when Ryan is in the room oh, yeah. after he gets done Ryan comes up and he's talking about how like fake that was and he's like there's sugary and then there's fucking diabetes oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that one I also liked when uh, she offers him tapenade and she's like tapenade want some he's just like who even are you <laughs> And then he also calls her a, a fucking sociopath later. And I'm like, yeah. Right. I can, I can see them reconnecting, you know? Yeah. Like, she'll go back and he'll forgive her. And, you know, it might take a while, but they'll reconnect. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I really liked their... Maybe she'll go and work with Susan. Aw. She'll be a truck driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I really liked their uh, apartment with, like, the loft above the... Living oh room yeah. And stuff. I was like, ah. I'm assuming that's where Ryan lives. Yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> but um. But yeah. Yep. So that was. Yep. Uh, I really like that episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, that is that's one of my favorites. Me um, too. Definitely, yeah. And like I said, my all of my favorite episodes are either in season three or season four. Um, mm. maybe there might be one in season two that I really liked. I can't remember which season it's in. But um, yeah. But yeah, over like highly recommend the show overall. I don't know that we'll have the opportunity to discuss every episode in as much detail as we're discussing this one, but right. we do plan to discuss more of them um in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, but watch them all regardless of whether or not we discuss them because they're all good. Right, and then you can play <laughs> the game of trying to decide how are they connected and try to see the yeah. little, like hints and stuff. I don't even think that the first time I watched, and I've only seen most of them just one time, uh-huh. and I don't think that I was looking for any connections because I just assumed that there weren't any. But yeah. you know, now afterwards, I kind of realized, like especially when we got to the the very last episode of yeah. season four, I was like, oh wait, <laughs> you know, this actually ties back in. Maybe there are more connections. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that was uh, season three, episode one of Black Mirror, called Nosedive. Indeed. Um, um, next week, still up in the air as to whether or not we'll be <laughs> jumping back to Grace and Frankie. I'm toying even now with the idea of perhaps doing another Black Mirror episode instead because yeah. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we so may we be might back. do a few Black Mirror episodes before we get back to Grace and Frankie, but don't worry, we will get back to Grace and Frankie. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we got we got to keep the crowd interested, you know. Play yes. the field a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so let us know what you thought of this episode. You can hit us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Um, and if you have seen Black Mirror and there's an episode that you really like that you would like us to discuss, go ahead and let us know, and we would probably do that. Very true. all right well thanks for listening everybody thank you bye bye